Here we go again. Uh, it's milk time. Oh yeah, <laughs> got got heavy milk talk. I uh, we we I did a lot of revamping, vamped, revamped, post vamped, pre vamped. God damn, so yeah, much vampage. Yeah, it's a long can uh, crack. Sick. I busted my my can opening finger. So oh. I, had, I had to use a tool. Yeah, your fingernail. You know, yeah. God gave you that tool. <laughs> God gave leverage. me a lot of tools, and I, I've squandered it's an incline plane that you can use with leverage. I've squandered every tool God's given me. God damn it! <laughs> nice, sick. How's your canned milk? Mine's great. Now I already know we looked up canned milk last time. That's kind of what yeah. started us down this road. But my gut reaction when you said canned milk was to be like, "Oh shit, do they have canned milk?" Like I, my my full full memory wipe. I completely forgot. Yeah, each time. Well, I, you know, it's it's maybe a look into your subconscious because, you know, it, you, you got you got a little sleepwalking going on. You like to sleep eat, and you, bread milk's what you go for. Maybe subconsciously you're like, oh man, maybe there's some new milk out there I haven't tried. You know, maybe that's what's getting you up. It's not a survival thing. It's a, uh, it's a, you know, I don't I don't think I've had that milk at this time yet. Like maybe let's let's see how it feels. I for possibly the first time. Opened a milk carton in my sleep. Well, like you did it. Yeah, I'd say it was a competent opening job. Um, okay, there's a little bit of fraying. like, like, like you're, you're opening on a third grade level. <laughs> milk yeah. cartons. There's a slight amount of fraying along the seam that I think, had I been awake for, I would have, uh, you know, got a finger over there and kind of ripped the bit to prevent it from yeah exacerbating the fray, but. uh <clears throat> It's 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 got you know the, the opening is is four you know straight lines that you can press from the the V open out Sick. into the, the diamond yeah. shape yeah we've we've we lost no structural integrity of the crucial pouring spout yeah um, it, did you make a spout yeah it spouts all right and I drank out of it good job sleepy Ben yeah because usually it's coming out of a jug or it's those weird cartons that have. The cap on the carton, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, orange juice cartons, yeah. Yes, it is exactly like orange juice cartons. Yeah, milk picked, uh, milk adopted that a couple years back, and no, no one, no, no, al- almond milk and <laughs> soy milk and lactate, and then regular milk was like, I guess so, right? Yeah, and everybody was like, No, stop it, and they were like, But we already did. Like, <laughs> I don't know, we're there now. Yeah, but yeah, I did it. I opened it in my sleep. Um, it's new to me. I want to, I want to bring some glass jar milk to you and, uh, and just see how that makes you feel in, in your sleep, sleep. It seems satisfying. Drinking, right? Like I, that, that might almost be satisfying enough to like wake you up. Like, like, oh man, I am holding a glass. Yeah. What what am I doing here? This is nice. (laughs) What's cold on my lips? This is luxurious. Yeah. I feel like drinking milk straight out of a glass jar that it came in is very decadent. That sounds wonderfully decadent. farmer level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, where is it going to be any better than here? Yeah. I'm just going to sit in that for a minute. Just think about it. That's nice. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's nice. I'll uh, I'll catch you up on... on uh, some stuff that was going on in my world, because guess what? There's an E in town, and it's big. A big E? Yeah, there's a big E going on. They call it the Eastern States Exposition, and uh, it's happening for, for three weekends, two weeks. Kid seats are still just five bucks at the uh, <laughs> Springfield Auto Mall. Sick. I don't know yeah. what any of that is. Well, I sent you a picture on Friday. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, I was I was at a fair. I was at like the biggest fair I've been to on the East Coast. Really? How how many Cecil County fairs like like ratio wise would you say it is? All right. Uh the amount of hillbillies is like one quarter. Okay. <laughs> but I I would I would say like in terms of people, a lot more people. Like probably orders orders of magnitude bigger. Wow. But they, it's not like a pastoral country fair. I mean, like this is just across the river in West Springfield. So, gotcha. Uh, they have like a, a building for each New England state that's like a permanent thing. They Whoa. have like a permanent rodeo area, and it's like an agricultural thing as well as you know just a hey, here's what's going on in our state. So, like we went in a couple of different state buildings 
one of them being Vermont. And it was like, oh, guess what? They have maple syrup, fudge, flannel, and like IPAs. Cool. Sick. No, it, honestly, their theirs was way better than Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts was kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> For being the quote spirit of America, you know, you I I thought they might might try a little harder. Is that still their like, hey, motto? That's does it on my license plate. That's ass. Well, it's the Bay State, right? Yeah, which is also a bit cocky. You're, you're in a Bay State. We're from a Bay State. Like, uh, yeah. there's, there's bears out there. I mean, Old Bay is it's Maryland, baby. Like that's. That's true. That's the Chesapeake. I'd, I'd even give you like Florida might be the Bay State. Like they, they just got bays and bays and bays. It's true. It's true. Sounds Massachusetts just has like the one. Yeah, I guess there might be sub bays off of the main bay. No, there's Buzzards Bay, but they share that. Yeah, they share that with Rhode Island. Who you shouldn't be sharing anything with Rhode Island. If yeah, you're talking to me. They've got enough. They're just too close to Connecticut at all times. Yeah, and Connecticut's a problem. It it is, it really is. I uh I I saw a good good post today that uh it was like a a guy from from New England, and he was like people from Connecticut. And it's like New England or uh, uh, Connecticut really isn't the worst New England state. And it was just Massachusetts. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Maine. Yeah, you are. New Hampshire. Yep. You you definitely are. And Vermont. And like yeah, definitely one hundred percent. You are. If it's the same one I saw, the guy representing Connecticut was like, New Jersey is the worst state in New England, not me. <laughs> and they never even addressed the fact that New Jersey is not a member of New England. Like, Well, that's the thing. And that that's why, yeah, it is that post. But like, I always called Connecticut New Jersey of the North. But like, I don't know. There's parts, <laughs> of, New Jersey, there's parts of New Jersey that I like a lot. There aren't too many parts of Connecticut that I like at all. Yeah. Like, there's a couple of okay music venues. We're going to see Neo tomorrow. Neo Hell and yeah. Mario at the same place that we saw Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. I mean, Neo, we've said this for years, but Neo and Mario are basically the Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper of the hip-hop community. Uh, yeah, of the African-American uh, <laughs> music community. Yeah. No, uh, Joan, Joan likened, like, the the concert, uh, or the uh, audience population would demographically be inverse like i would be the the token yes. joan of, yep. of the audience i was like that's fine i mean mario's from baltimore i'll wear like some maryland gear Just oh yeah like, i'm not even here for neo i'm here for mario like i i go way back with a guy i like I, you know just a friend 2002 <laughs> i was about to say i don't think i can name a single mario song he did that cover of just a friend okay in 2002 there's also oh actually no uh, there's uh there's it's a Mia, there's a here we go. Oh yeah, um, that's all. She, she wants it. You can just start saying things. <laughs> she wants it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. No, I. <clears throat> go ahead. I'm just enjoying the beer. Oh, nice, nice. I'm I'm glad you're enjoying your beer. Uh, Are you not cause... enjoying your beer? No, I I very much so enjoyed a beer uh, already today. And and now I am enjoying a a second or third beer, but the the beer that I enjoyed earlier uh, was was I don't want to say suggested. Uh, one one of the friends of the cast, uh, Johnny P, not uh, not the not the Johnny P, but another Johnny P who's a brewer. Uh, he, he was like, "Hey, this thing's insane. You should you should really try this." Uh, just just in like an Instagram story, I was like. We're gonna be passing by uh, Tim and Becca's, and like that that guy's on the way. So like, yeah, I'll, I'll pop in for a four pack. Hell yeah! And sure enough, uh, so what he posted about uh, was an eighteen month barrel aged. I think that's like a a type of barrel. Like I don't think they actually aged the beer for eighteen months, but who knows? Maybe they did. Eighteen month barrel aged Texas funeral cake stout. Okay. Funeral cake. I read it as funnel cake the first time, but it's called Ritual Night, and it's a chocolate pecan vanilla like flavor stuff. But I mean, I yeah, there were nutty notes. It was definitely chocolatey. But the craziest part to me is like it almost has a marshmallowy finish, and I was like, huh? I never had that before in a beer. It sounds delicious. I just googled. I wanted a visual on what a te- Texas funeral cake 
looks like. Yeah. It's it's a chocolate sheet cake with fudge icing and topped with crunchy pecans and according to this article, big enough to feed a crowd. Um crunchy pecans. Yeah, it almost looks like they take the uh I guess it's fudge icing. In the in the in this this picture it looks almost molassesy the icing. So it almost looks like Ooh. someone just spilled pecan pie filling on top of a brownie. I mean, it was it was definitely rich. It definitely made Joan make that like not even whiskey face. You know girl whiskey face? Absolutely. Like, th- yeah. This was worse than that. Like this yep. was like thick, bitter, but still sweet beer face. It, and, like it, mouth mouthful of beer face. It gets yeah. a head it gets a head turn. Like they take it and yeah. they're like mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. No. Yep. They basically just for, shake their for head. The listener. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ben's doing the thing when you try to give a dog a pill that it doesn't want. Uh recently I tried just to ch- I wanted to test Yeti to see just where he- <laughs> if he enjoyed a pill. My dude will just eat a pill out of your hand. Yeah. All yep. right. <laughs> I'm coming over with some MDMA later. He so. has no survival instincts. He's just like, yeah, yeah, I'll eat that. Yeah, give it to me. <laughs> give it Do to you me. like it? Uh, if you got it, you must like it, right? Give it to me. I'll I'll, I'll take that. Because he doesn't like food. Like, he won't eat food, but like a People pill, food? Any food. Huh. Like we I was had around to- a big dog earlier that, uh, yeah, was, was having, he was doing his own hunger strike. Yeah. It took us a long time to find a food that Yeti was into, and even now, even still, we got to be like, bro, we got to like shake the ball in front of his head yeah. every now and then, be like, Come you got it, you got to eat, bud. You got pretend to eat it for him. Yeah, <laughs> pretend like mm. it's really good, and then mm. and then, <laughs> like dogs know what means. Uh, he is underneath me right now. Good for him. Snoring, but. Uh, it seems that the mic doesn't pick that up, which is nice. All right. Yeah, I, I got a, it looks like a, I don't know, some sort of tactical barbecue going on in, in my neighbor's yard. Like, they, they have, like, an awesome grill, three awesome dogs, uh, like, is a sweet backyard that they fix their cars in all the time, but, like, no fucking lights. Like, so they're all wearing headlamps. So it's, like, a tactical bar. There's, like, three guys uh either petting dogs one one guy's on his phone one's running the grill but like yeah it's that's crazy yeah like one lamp would make that a much more enjoyable i i know you've spent time with a headlamp on but if you if there's multiple people with a headlamp on and you try to talk to each other you can't look at each other because you're just blasting each right. other in the face with a flashlight from but your then, face then uh, would I the second step that for the headlamp with me at least is if I'm with other people who have headlamps, you start analyzing what they're looking at based yes. on where their headlamp's going, mm-hmm. and then they catch you like looking at the same thing. And they're like, "Are you are you looking at what I'm looking at?" It's, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't like that. I don't like headlamps, man. Yeah, like they just need a lamp, <clears throat> not on the head. Honestly, I you know I. If I could get the overhead working in this room, I'd I'd give him this one. But this is the only light that works in here. That'll happen. That'll happen. Yeah, if it wasn't for this, I mean, Ben would just see the blue screen of uh or like the, you know, that that light blue reflection that I have from from our audio software. Mm, that classic hue. Is yeah, this software my... blue? Oh yeah? Is it blue? Mm, uh, well, it has it definitely has blue numbers. It has oh, it's uh, got blue blue, numbers. blue w- waves and stuff. So like a lot of the features okay. and accents are blue amongst the white. So I think it, it's a white, you know, because I just light keep finding with a out blue things, hue. I keep finding out things are not the colors I thought they were, and so that would have hurt to find out that like the whole program itself was blue. No, no. Okay, no, cool. It's, it's it's just blue accents, but like okay. it it definitely it's. All right, so when I was growing up, we had a pool in our backyard, and it was pl- white plaster on the bottom, but it always looked blue. Why? I think that's a uh, test put there by the Lord. Right? Yeah, the flat earth test, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> never could explain it. Nope. Yep, pool just drank a lot of that water, never turned blue. Never got to the bottom of it, drinking-wise. Well, that, what, I mean, yeah, one time we went in that submarine, we got to the bottom. We had some good times in that pool. Uh huh. There's good times around that pool. Hell of a pool. Yeah. 
Yeah. May it, may it rest in peace. May it rest in pieces. Yeah. Of Slick. itself, I think, right? Didn't it get like filled in with its own? Pretty much. I think, yeah, it got broken apart and caved in on itself. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what I want him to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> Break me apart and cave me in on my own self. <laughs> I'd like to be buried inside my own body, please. What? Uh, any chance you can get a jackhammer uh, to take me apart? Hell yeah. Actually, yeah, do it at the ceremony. Uh, have everybody get a crack if they want it. Pinata right, style. Make sure, you know, it's you know like one of the lighter jackhammers. I mean, we're not breaking up concrete here. Yeah. That- Actually, even like an air chisel? That is something that is sorely lacking from funerals is like yard games, you know, like something to do. Oh, yard darts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get started on the next funeral. Exactly. Get a nice game of stomp going to get some light maiming in. Yeah. What about active sports like a wiffle ball game? You think that's out of the question? Not at all. Everybody's wearing black. I mean, it's not going to stain if you're sliding into home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give you something else to think about, right? Yeah. If we're if we're calling it's, them cele- you, we're calling them celebrations of life now or whatever. If we want to be all hippy dippy about it, what better way to celebrate life than a quick game of touch rugby? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It, I've I've heard it's what they would have wanted a lot in my life, and I mean, there's been a few times when I'm like, that's that's really not. I think that's what you want. Yeah, because they're dead. Like they, they probably would want you to be happy, but they probably wouldn't want you to be happy this way. Not, yeah. not kind of capitalizing on their their death. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, this is the milk cast, everyone. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, I I don't want to create like a living will here, but uh, if you do anything other than smoke beer and drink weed in my memory, I'm gonna be very pissed off in in wherever I go to. I mean, I'm. What you did, what you what you just said, will be will be challenging, but I think I think we're up for the task. Okay, good. Yeah, you got you guys are good lads. Yeah. Speaking of good lads, you watch any rugby? <clears throat> I uh, yeah, I, I watched a little bit of the who who was playing this morning. Uh, it was South Africa and Romania. Mm. How'd the, that go? The the, the Romanians they're really probably not going to dig themselves out of the point differential hole. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty uh, far they, down. They they didn't score any points this time. A bold strategy. It, it is. It is. And and the other team scored 70-some. Mm. So it's about the same point differential as the first match, uh, just that they don't have anything to say, hey, we, we did X, you know? Yeah, it's tough. It is. But, yeah, I, I actually ended up missing the um, the best game of the day, probably the Probably the best game of, I mean, if you count France, New Zealand, like the opening game, that w- that was pretty good. Uh, but like Australia, Fiji, today uh, when we're recording this is Sunday. But yeah, Fiji upset Australia. Damn. Today. Yeah. So far, the most entertaining game I've watched was the Wales Fiji game because I don't know if you caught that one, but the ending of that, whoo, dramatic. Yeah, they got chippy. Yeah. So uh and, and and I think they went something like 6 minutes into you know like like, like plus time and plus yeah. time after the after the end of the second half. So it's just like they well, basically, you know, if you're down in extra time, you want to hold the ball and not commit penalties. Yeah, and they and, did it for a long and, time. And, and and if you're ahead, all you want to do is kick the ball out of bounds. Like and they were down they were down by 6 points. So it was sort of that. Well, they like, were down by like three tries, and then they scored like one that they had to at the seventy-first minute. They scored another one in like the seventy-sixth minute, and then they were like, "All right, we really got to score this last one <laughs> and convert it." And took their time about it. I think it was their kicker who was the guy who ended up knocking the ball on and ending the play. And it's just like, I wonder if he was just making it easy on himself because if they did score, he would then have to I- kick. <laughs> no, it, their 14 wasn't kicking. It was their number 10, the guy wearing the scrum cap. Because oh, okay. every time he took off the scrum cap, he looked like a... I, look, he, he looked like an old... He looked like my old doctor. Okay. You know? like, my doctor was from the Philippines, so like, I, you know, it, not exactly, but he looked like a, a, 
an old bald Pacific Islander with with a good education when he took off his scrum cap. He should have left enough. it on to to keep, make those kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, oh fuck! I was just watching one of the games, and it, they kept talking about how the heaviest player in the tournament was out there. Fuck! Who was it? it was, was it for a one of the the big name teams? I think it might have been. Okay, because there were some big boys for South Africa out there. It wasn't South Africa, but they got a guy. Uh, I, they got a guy who's 151 kilograms. He's 333 pounds, <laughs> and, and they they expect him to. He's fast. To, yeah, <laughs> hey, he sounds like a sub. He sounds like a really late substitute. He's he's one of the props. He's a starting prop. It was wow. great. Okay, yeah. so so an early sub then. Like you get yeah. subbed out early. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I was watching the South Africa uh, Romania Tonga. game with. Sorry, it was Tonga. Nice. Yeah. Um, but the Romania South Africa game, the hooker for South Africa, uh, Debo, uh, or, or Tim Becca and and Joan all agreed that he looked like Debo. He's like South African Debo from uh, Friday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not Debo Samuel, who's torching me in fantasy football right now. So I don't know who that is. He's on. He's on your San Francisco guy. Uh, he's on your Niner team. Oh, your Santa, your Santa Clara Niner team. My beloved Niners. Yeah, that I they're more care San about. Francisco Bay Forty Niners, huh? Yeah, yeah. How, how just... far is Santa Clara? Like, if you wanted to go to a game, ostensibly, Levi's Stadium. Let's see. You know? wanna, yeah, wanna... you're a Levi supporter, right? They make a fine pant. I'll tell you that much. They make a damn fine pant. They make an okay stadium. I hear it has a lot of nice luxury boxes, but you really can't afford those. So I'm going to show my ass here a little bit and admit that I I knew that the stadium was south of me, but I didn't really know where it was. Um, it is very bold for them to say that it is not just in San Jose. Because I'm looking at it on a map here, and it is in San Jose. Like, if someone told me they were from where Levi Stadium is, I would say, oh, you are from San Jose. Um, yeah, okay. It is 50 minutes south of me. And wow. I'm, I'm at the very southern edge of San Francisco. That's pretty far. I mean, it's, the New England Patriots at least play in New England. Yeah, it, it will. And they're, like, called, yeah. Like that, that that gives them the the breath to be anywhere in New England. The San Francisco 49ers play in a different also famous city. Like San Jose is a bigger city significantly than San Francisco. Yeah. Well, and there's sharks there. It's dangerous. Lots of sharks there. I mean, there. you you got giants in San Francisco, but I don't I know. Ain't, Sh- I ain't giant versus one. shark, it depends on where the battle is. I could get I could get to this to Levi Stadium in two hours taking public transit. Sick. Let's see. And that, do that. That would run me eleven dollars. All right. That's not that bad if you wanted to go see a game. Two yeah. hour commute, eleven bucks. Eleven bucks each way. Okay. But still You don't have to pay for parking. Exactly. Or you know, sit in traffic. Yeah. You just have to sit with a bunch of Niner fans. Yeah. I might do that to go see a Sharks game. I would rather Sharks. do that. Nice. Well, because they know how to name their team. Yes. All right. There are sharks in the area, in the waters. So that's good. I don't. Uh, I feel like they probably aren't in that part of the bay. Like San Jose, it's probably pretty marshy, right? You might get a bull shark or two, huh? I was going to say, pretty much just bull sharks at that point. But yeah. Yeah, yeah just just grabbing the, the, the preteens, you know, when they're, when they're fishing. Exactly. Their feet in the, toe, toe in the water. Yeah. Those have been... I, have you been... Getting inundated with Instagram videos of that as well. What bull sharks attacking toddlers? Not toddlers. Sorry, not not toddlers. But uh, for me, it's like drunk frat guys. Um, no, I that must be a West Coast thing. We <laughs> they're all in the South, but they're they're getting interesting. At. No, yeah. I like I said to you earlier, like there are just way too many. It, it's like TikTok, you know, Instagram. You like you're you're just like, is that a teen? Is that a teen? All right, I can't. I can't like this. Like, I can't even watch this because they're looking at my eyes. Like the, the whole point of this app is like to to gather intelligence about you and 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 you know <laughs> what you like and what you look at and what you spend time on. Uh, 
So I got it to where like our our Instagram for the podcast uh didn't have like high school volleyball chicks anymore. <laughs> you know, I got it to where it was just like baseball highlights and and funny stuff from our friends. Good. Yeah. That's hard so, to do. I haven't been paying attention to literally anything else other than that it's just like umpire hate and and dicky. <laughs> I mean, that's a cl- that, that's it's a nice great. That's a nice set of suggestions. Yeah, the, uh, there is one feature of Instagram that I actually like. Um, I mean, it, it does have some nice features for a social media app, but it tells you when like you've scrolled through all the stuff of like people you're following, and it says like you're all set, and it gives you a check mark, and yep. it's like sweet. I never have to go past <laughs> that. Like I, I never ever go past that. You're all caught up. Yeah, because we're going to suggest a bunch of stuff for you and try to collect data on you. And it's like, nah, I'd rather you, you just see me read Dicky Stock's stupid stuff. Yep. And then I'm going to head out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. I was in Atlanta. I went there. Yeah. You were you were saying that you were going to go there. I went there. And um, I'd say the highlight of the trip was the uh, aquarium there. I'm a big aquarium head. Most of you know yeah. this. You're an, an Aquarianaut? I'm an Aquarius, yes. And no, no, no. You're an Aquarian. I'm an Atlantean because I was in Atlanta. Oh, okay. I was in Atlanta. Ooh, yeah. All right. And really missed opportunity there for them to make the aquarium Atlantis themed. Like, that seems they could have done that easily and just done like a pun. Uh, usually aquariums are, they try to be places of science. Yeah, and this one did try to be a place of science. But it's Although, also, the it, last aquarium I was at uh, spoke of the Edmonds Fitzgerald and had, like, a video and mentioned the Gordon Lightfoot song, but, like, didn't play the song, had another song playing bullshit. over the video. No, it was in Toronto. I don't know if they didn't have, like, licensing or something, but, you know, at the Tor- Toronto Aquarium, they, they mentioned <laughs> the Edmund Fitzgerald and have, like, a little TV set that, like, plays, you know, like, a, a one-minute thing on loop but makes reference to gordon lightfoot without playing gordon lightfoot r.i.p recent recent death yeah i know yeah but uh they got whale (laughs) sharks buddy they got whale sharks at this one and uh, so they must have a pretty big tank yeah it's pretty fucking big it was uh i'd say i now i'd been told this was the best aquarium in the united states it is not um but it is more it's baltimore uh, but the, it is a very good aquarium, and that Did tank you... is the best individual tank of any aquarium okay. I've been in. All right. Now, I have a question because- Hit me. Last time I mentioned the Baltimore Aquarium or the National Aquarium in Baltimore, uh, outside of of that area or, you know, friendly conversations, it was when I was in New Orleans at that World War II museum, and that guy was like, well, yes. y'all get, we have a golf-centric museum. Y'all focus on more of the Atlantic stuff. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you have any uh, autist guides? Uh, mind mind your p's and q's for you. Uh, no, I uh, the the staff at at the Atlantis at the Atlantean Aquarium is um, mostly folks with Down syndrome. Oh, okay. So, um, very helpful and friendly, but de- very different attitude. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. But um, it, it's a weird little area where that aquarium is because I was like, all right, I got like eight hours before my flight, but I got to drop off the rental car and check a bag. Yeah. So it's more like five. Yeah. So I'm like, what what can I fit in that time? And I was looking around. And it was like things to do. Uh, the, the world of Coca-Cola is like highly ranked. And I was like, yeah, that, that stuff. That sucks. I was like, yeah, I don't really. I don't feel like doing that. I remember being fond of it as a kid and then sp- saying that that was my best memory. And I was in Atlanta, what, last last year? Yeah. Um, but those those people took their kids to the Coca-Cola experience and they were like, oh, no wonder like James didn't like Atlanta. Like, if that was the coolest thing that he saw when he was here, like, yeah, that sucked. So, yeah, uh, yeah you, you dodged a bullet, bud. Yeah. What, so I, I get to the aquarium. I didn't realize they are like they're next to each other. And so there's this, there's this yeah, great kids, sign, kids stuff. I mean, yeah. they usually stick it near each other, right? Yeah, 
But there's a great sign where I was I was on the aquarium like walkway thing like towards the entrance and it had your classic like arrows pointing off of a sign pole of of the directions of things and this one just had two it had if you went left it would take you to the world of coca-cola museum and if you went right it would take you to the civil rights history museum and it was just a stream of people going left and just nobody going right it was just like don't even don't put that sign there that's just that's making everybody feel bad (laughs) Right? Well, I don't know. Is civil rights more important than thirst, Quenching? I mean, I guess one's more an immediate killer. In that it's necessity, right? I guess. But boy, is it just like, you guys want to yeah. learn about human rights or do you want to go to capitalism, the museum? And they're like, capitalism, the museum. Woo! I love your products. How can I get some free products? And uh, I saw like roves, like, like roving packs of... Uh, uh, flight attendants and stuff walking around and it's because oh yeah apparently town. that little complex there because like delta is such a hub um it's five bucks round trip on the public transit to get there and then people just spend their layovers there so there was one guy i saw posted up outside of the bathrooms in the aquarium on these like cushioned benches fully asleep with his shoes off with like three carry-on bags tied to his legs that no one could grab them and roll away with them could they unzip them? Uh, they were, it looked like he tied them to his leg with socks, so you would need Sick. to like untie a sock. So All you, right. You, you know, if your stealth check was high enough, you could do if it. If it looked like something was hanging out of a pocket, do you think you could get it off of it? Oh, big time. This guy was out. Right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what if What if you just sat on him and then had somebody else, yeah, just cut cut the bags away? I mean, he'd wake up, so then it'd be more of a chase environment. But yeah, you. I mean, you, you could rob him. <laughs> Yeah, and then you could probably hide in the Civil Rights Museum because it didn't seem like anybody would be going over there. Nobody was over there, man. <laughs> you know what? The guy would be like, they stole my bags and they ran into the Civil Rights Museum. And the cops would be like, shut up. Like, <laughs> no, they didn't. Stop pulling our leg. No, they didn't. Get out of here, you scamp, you rascal. Uh, oh, man. Well, I'm I'm sorry that their their aquarium isn't the best. No, but it's fine. That makes me that makes me feel better about the National Aquarium. It's a hell you know? of an aquarium. Like we yeah, we we live near Cooperstown, man. Exactly. It's nice. Like, you know what 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 they took us on field trips for. They were like, "Yeah, this is this is it." And we were like, "I don't know. Like this is just in our backyard. Like I thought everybody had one of these." Then you go exactly. out there in the world and you're like, "Holy shit. Lishios is the best." <laughs> and then, but then you're like, "Oh no. I had the best as a child." Yeah. I'm ruined. Right? Yeah, they don't sell Ivans up here. Another positive experience I had in, in, in uh, New, not New Orleans, in Atlanta. I had to, I had to rent a car. <laughs> in landlocked New Orleans. In landlocked New Orleans. Uh, I, I had to rent a car. And so I get up there, and it's the it's the type where you get into any of the cars, and the keys are just in there. You know, like they don't, they don't yeah. sign you one. And I wanted one with a trunk because I got the, the work bag and stuff. And so the only like sedan they had was a late model toyota corolla or like camry or something some kind of toyota and i was like that's perfect and uh so i drive down the little ramp there and there's a young young ladies like scanning the fucking barcode in the car to check to you know to to register it to my account or whatever and uh and she was like what, what kind of membership do you have i was like i don't know i think i have this kind and she was like what lot did you get this from i was like i got it from this lot she was like Go ahead and back up, turn around, drive back up there, and get yourself a car that fits. I was just like, what? And she was like, this car is not an inventory, so I can't can't rent it to you anyway, but go on back up there, get yourself something nicer, something bigger, and get yourself a car that fits. (laughs) And she was like 17. Nice. (laughs) Just sassy the fuck out of me. Pulling the assistant manager bullshit already. I mean, she did it like with a smile on her face, but it was just she was like, "Take care of your damn self, boy." Like that was the yeah. <laughs> like, what well, are yeah, you doing that, in this? <laughs> I I had not a similar experience renting a car, but yeah, it was like I just wanted a four door sedan, like I wanted oh, the yeah. the lowest economy, and they were like, "Hey, here's a Jeep Gladiator. It's brand new. It's only got two thousand miles on it. It's just like, the worst car." Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, I could fit in it. That's good. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad it didn't kill you. Yeah. I feel well, like those did, cars have parts did, fall off. It did teach me that Google Maps uh, looks better on a landscape than portrait. Mm. Yeah, because it, you know, it had that thing where it connects to the, the screen, but it oh, shows okay. your your maps on the screen. And I was like, oh, that is a better version of maps. <laughs> Sick. I've never done that. I uh, yeah. I do like laughing at Turn the your phone of- sideways one time. Yeah, I like try I like it. I like laughing at the names of people's phones when they connect to rental cars though. Oh yeah, you and you always have to delete at least one because like people will fill it up and then they'll just be like I guess I can't connect to this car like after yep. the thing is full. Yep. Yeah. Uh, good times. Yep. Love renting cars. So much fun. I'm, uh, I'm going home for uh for Thanksgiving for the first time in a while. And we're going to rent a car for a day back there. Just kind of tool around from the greater Philadelphia area. Nice. Yeah. So I'm happy for you, man. I think we're renting a new Ford Bronco. So. Oh, okay. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Don't run into any former lovers. I'll I'll do what I can. (laughs) Okay. That's fine. Former lovers with their, um, with their male friend. Is that how did they always address Ron was, Goldman? Yeah, like and and her yeah, acquaintance and oh no, and, and her male companion. That's what it was. Ah, yeah, it was always her male companion. Then what was Cato Kalin? Was he also a companion? Because he um, was he was just like a live-in boyfriend for OJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without any of the gay stuff, of course. That's a whole story that I don't really like know the finer details of. Right, and and I, I don't believe I'm ever going to. Like, and I love basketball, and he's in basketball. He's in basketball, and like, I felt the same way about the Civil War, where I was like, I know the basic points of that. Yeah, I know the premise. I I know the plot. Like you, you really don't have to describe it to me. But then I was like, I do. I a lot. It occurred near where I'm from, and had some important ramifications. I should learn more about it. And so one of your very good friends went to a lot of battlefields when he was a teenager, when he probably shouldn't have. Also that. And uh, and yeah, and, and OJ is just one of those things where, uh, much like the Civil War, I really divided the nation. But uh, <laughs> but I don't care to learn any more about it. Yeah, Cato Kalen really divided the nation. Uh, I, I just want him to bring back the original Bronco. There we go. That's That's all we want. The original the, Bronco. Yeah, with the cool headlights. Oh, man. Speaking of cool lights, uh, that fair that I was at. Yes. My God. That looked awesome. Uh, So, I mean, look, uh, I know we haven't talked a whole lot of dairy this episode, but strap in because yes! we're about to talk dairy. Fuck yeah, dairy time. Uh, as soon as we got in there, like we, we start, I started making a couple of rights, hard rights going into buildings and we went underneath of this awning, uh, in front of a building and it had a gigantic butter sculpture in an enclosure. Like it wasn't just open air. Like I'm sure flies would be all over it and it would be all melted and shit, but 1200 pounds of butter went in to make a sculpture of a dude. Uh, I described it as butter Elvis surfing on butter. So double butter. Uh, Joan described it as butterhole surfers, which was way better than mine. That's good. Uh, That's really I, good. I'll, I'll share a picture of it uh, when, when the episode comes out on Tuesday. But trust me, Ben, uh, it it does not look like a craftsman uh, sculpted oh, this. this. This was uh, a... Uh, this, this Madame was just, Tussauds reject. Yeah. Well, we had 1,200 pounds of butter, and I guess 1,195 we're going we're gonna to make the wave, and then, then the little, little board and guy will uh, we'll make out of the other stuff. No, it was, it was honestly, somebody, somebody put time and effort into it, and I'm, I'm happy that they did. I just wish it wasn't made of butter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had uh, one of those at the Detroit at the yeah the uh, the Michigan State Fair in Detroit that we went to for Tim's bachelor party, and uh, but it was just of a cow, which was boring. Yeah, butter cow. Yeah, like great, nice. You you made a statue of it out of its leavings. Great, cool. <laughs> huh. Here's a big sculpture well, of me made out of shit. Hmm. 
Great. <laughs> <laughs> Made out of boogers and earwax. And beard trimmings. Um, so immediately after the butter sculpture, like there was uh, like the 4-H uh, type building area where like there were teams of kids identifying different cows and whatnot. Uh, but then there was just like areas where you know the basically cow dressing rooms you know like the the cows aren't always on they're not always on stage so like they need somewhere to hang out of course and so we walked by there and joan uh joan was i'm not gonna say like a pig in slop but like like a cow in hay you know she was just like can i pet that one and the lady's like yeah you can pet all of them if you want to they're all nice so ladies love cows all of a sudden and I don't mind that at all. I think that's nice. But uh, I think they have nice faces. Like I don't want to say they have attractive faces, but like they have, they have a face you can understand. Yes. Like a you know like I feel like dogs have easy to understand faces, whereas like sometimes people look at cats and they're like, "That's evil," and yep. it's like, "No, that's just the way the cat looks." Like the, he he his eyes are just a little almond shaped, and like you know that makes him look nefarious, and because you watched the wrong cartoons growing up. Yeah, and I think cows, because, like, the ones that live on actual farms where they get to, like, walk around and shit, they do kind of behave like gigantic dogs. Right. I think that's nice. Uh, But then they're just kind of, like, fat and happy and roll around, and that's, I think, what we all want. Yeah, and if you watch the right cartoons growing up, you like Rocco's Modern Life, like, you, you, Heifer is, like, your ideal cow. Cow and chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Remember cow and chicken? Not cow and chicken. And uh, was it I Am Weasel? <laughs> remember, uh, remember those? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. The dark time. Um, all right. So so past the, uh, the, the cow lady love fest, uh, <laughs> when we exited the place, actually pretty close to the, the butter sculpture, was the 4-H milk booth. Yes, but but yes. they weren't giving it. They were not giving it away for free. Was it all you can drink once you paid a fee? No. What? No. They they were giving giving bottles of milk away and milkshakes. Okay. It was like a takeaway stand more. It was it was like a service. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm thinking that there's still I I'm still holding out hope that there's a milk booth somewhere in there where they're just like, yeah. Uh, we need to get rid of this. This is the loose milk station. Yeah. This I, is runoff. I, the da- this this came over the spillway of the dam that we got <laughs> out back. I uh as 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 listeners will know, I took part in the uh all you can drink milk booth at the Michigan State Fair. It was a dollar and it was half pints of chocolate milk. And uh Instagram was just kind enough to make me aware that Minnesota at the Minnesota State Fair, which is massive. Uh, I haven't been to it, but they have a $2 all-you-can-drink milk-like trailer area. Like, it's massive. Like, that area itself is is enormous. And it's... uh, If you pay a special fee, you can get an IV of milk. (laughs) Not only can you get an IV of milk, it there's there's variety. At the Michigan one, it was was half pints of chocolate. That was it. At the Michigan State... At the Minnesota State Fair... You've got different fat percentages, and you can get it chocolate or unchocolated. Okay, which I love, I love the variety. So yeah, I sent the uh, the one other guy from Tim's bachelor party who hit up the milk booth with me. Uh, I sent him an article on it and said that uh, they're calling us back in for one last job. <laughs> Good. Good. And uh, yeah, I might just see if I can just get all the large ogre milk based men that I know. Uh, if you fly Delta, I know they connect in Minnesota a lot. So, like, if you're doing a work thing, you know, just connect there. Fuck yeah, Ben. You were flying. You didn't hear it from me, Ben. You were flying to L.A. Why did you connect from San Francisco to L.A. through through Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minneapolis, St. Paul? And it's like, um, it was cheaper. And there was a 23 hour layover. Also, Ooh. I couldn't check into the hotel in L.A. <laughs> until four. What am I gonna do? So I figured I'd go to a milk booth. I don't know. Check Make it myself out. useful. They had too much milk. I'm here to help. Right? I'm trying All to right. use my powers for good. Oh, 
I think you've always used your powers for good. Damn and right I, I have. I think it's time to d- dip your toe into the neutral. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that's you know, nice. Nobody ever explores that in the movies. It's like, you know, you know, Luke Luke Skywalker, he never, he doesn't have like an uncle who's just like, "Come over to the neutral side and care about it's, nothing." It's fine, I guess. <laughs> it's lukewarm. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't I'd enjoy at least that sketch. You know? Absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm proper amount of nerd to to appreciate that. Yeah. Big time. All right, I don't have much more milk related content from the fair. Damn I'm it. Sorry. I am sorry for that. That's but fine. I do have a lot of German related content. Sick. Yeah. Saw a polka band, ate a pretzel, drank out of a boot all in one sitting. Tell me all about it. So th- there's this legendary restaurant in Springfield that I didn't know the legend of until very recently, uh, and it's called the Student Prince, which I don't, okay. I still don't really know how they came up with that name because those are two English words, but but it's a German restaurant, yeah, and uh, they have they have some very good beers, and by very good beers I mean they have Franz Connor, Fine Stefaner, and uh, Hofbrauhaus. Nice. Yeah, that'll Pr- do. Pretty standard Bavarian fare. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, I I mean I had a Franz Connor in a boot, nice hot pretzel. Joan said it was the best pretzel she's had in a long time. So I was like, well, this is the fair pretzel. I don't know. Maybe we should go to the restaurant and see if the restaurant pretzel is better. <laughs> Got to compare. Or or if we go to the restaurant and they're like, no, our best guys at the fair. Like you, if you want the best one, you got to go over to the fair, or just wait till it comes back after the fair is over. Yep. Yeah. Well, I was worried about that. I was actually, I actually had worries about that. <laughs> I like, maybe it. we should wait before we go to the restaurant, <laughs> just in case there are good pretzel guys at the fair. What if we're fucking up right now? Yeah. All right. Um. So so yeah. Uh. Polka music. Uh. I knew one of the three songs that they played. Okay. Yeah. That's and good. Even e- even so, I don't think I could give you the name of the song. It's just like I knew the chorus to it. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, I'll I'll put that in one of the the posts as well, or the uh, the stories. But yeah, it definitely saw the Budweiser Clydesdales. The Clydesdale team was up there. Sick. So, uh, but they have like a parade every day at six o'clock that goes all around this this fair, and they have like a a Clydesdale light team that that is in front of the other Clydesdale team. I was kind of weirded out by. It was it was just like, hey, we're Westville and we have some big horses too. And it was like, <laughs> okay, but you don't have the red and gold thing with the Dalmatian on it that looks all high strung. Like he doesn't know where he is or why he has to be on top of this fucking cart with these giant horses. Their Dalmatian did look very scared. Budweiser <laughs> Dalmatian. <laughs> I, I guess I never. I do. I have seen the dog, but I guess I never really thought about how it might interact with the horses. Yeah, they had six horses and a dog, and it was like, we have to do this. And I was like, why for beer? Like, what What about <laughs> these large horses and, and this dog breed, like, makes you have to have, like, them for beer? Yeah. Tradition? tradition? Like, this is, this is like a Tevya thing? <laughs> <laughs> we simply must. Um, you don't understand. I, I have to say, like, the rest of the stuff that, that I, I'm going to talk about makes less sense and because it, it it's because it's fair food that <laughs> is what the the last i have to talk about at this fair yeah I, i'm specifically biting my tongue on one of the items that you sent over in that in that photo yeah um, it's fine i'm gonna describe two to you that, yeah that are pretty much straightforward and then we'll try to dissect the last one yeah that one was something else okay um so there was a stand, and it it w- these were the only words on it. It was pork, well, pulled pork stuffed corn cake. It was like the banner up top, and it had like a menu that was like bigger than a normal sheet of paper. Uh, it had probably six different menu items, all of which were crossed out except for pulled pork stuffed corn cake. Like okay. there was just like regular corn cake, uh, pulled pork sandwich. I think you could get like just the pulled pork on on something else. Uh, but they were just like, we're not offering that. We only have pulled pork stuffed corn cake. That sounds really good. 
It actually does. It actually does. And yeah. If there had been somebody working behind it looking like they were doing something, I might have gone up and looked and, and inquired a little bit further. But it looked like like that was just, you know, the, the 95th out of 96 booths. Gotcha. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, stick it out there. <laughs> but, yeah, it was unmanned. The unmanned corn cake and pulled pork booth. All right. So you never now, actually saw what a corn cake with pulled pork inside was. Uh, no. No, I, I don't think I know what a corn cake is still. I know what pulled pork is. Yeah, because in my in my head, I'm wondering if it's like they somehow do like a cornbread, like a bigger, like a like a big muffin, like a like a torch sized muffin, and then kind of cut out part of the middle and fill it with pulled pork. I have no idea. Yeah, or okay, if it's more so, like a more like a steamed bun, like a dim sum situation, but with corn. All right. So I'm gonna try to show you the the thing there. Yeah, but like it, it really doesn't give much in the photo. In in the photo, it it looks like it's a chipotle bowl, like a brown chipotle bowl. Yeah, it has like a corn cake, like a corn muffin in it, and then they just put pulled pork on top of it. Yeah, which I would say is not stuffed inside at all. I would agree with you. I mean, they might have tried to like you know separate <laughs> it in, and it was just a little they're, tight. They're like, look, look, we tried really hard. Okay, we pushed really hard. Yeah. But they also had hot cocoa and coffee and cappuccino too. Like it was just a weird mix of stuff. That's a very strange I, mixture. I, I, I don't know if it's. I don't know if pulled pork stuffed corn cake is the de- delicacy of uh, one of the eastern states. Yeah, but maybe it is. Yeah, probably not. Um. All right. So the next one is long dog on a stick. This is a standard corn dog stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had uh, like a, a regular corn dog that you could get. Uh, you could get a 12-inch dog, or you could get the 18-inch mega dog. Okay. Uh, but what I want you to look at here in this picture is just the, the focus on the, the Fry Master. Oh, my God. He's in the zone. Yeah, the, right? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Just a, just a man, like, halfway into his corn dog frying shit. Yeah. Just like, all right, halfway there. Let's let's make sure these get fried right. And he's got like big metal ta- uh, um, chopsticks that that's he's turning them with. That's a guy you can trust. That guy's I know, gonna, right? He's going to corn you up a dog. I I kind of thought I would see him in the parade. Kind of <laughs> leading kinda it. I thought a, he might be the drum major or with something. A, yeah, with a long corn dog as the baton. Right? Yeah. But no, I I, uh, I just didn't understand... So you know how like in in old timey like grocery stores they'd hang the meats in the window and even mm-hmm. like, now butcher shops, yeah. Here they just have three samples of corn dog hanging from. Well, they must get from, asked constantly now. How big's the long dog? It, yeah, but like to the point where like we can see through to the fryer <laughs> that's, to where he's frying. That's a very good point. Like I, I, I feel like th- this man might not speak English. He he gave off Eastern European vibes to me. Yeah, like he might work at pizza, etc. on the weekdays. That's true. That's uh, I. I don't know. He's he's a little thick, but you know, you know he is uh, the long dog on a stick stand. You're gonna put on some long dog weight. It's true. Uh, but no, all right. So the picture that I sent you on Friday was a fried dough stand and fried dough, pretty common. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. pizza without sauce or, or, uh, cheese, you know, and, and powdered sugar, or it's like a scallion pancake without scallions, but powdered sugar. Yeah. Or if they put it in a funnel, then it's a funnel cake, but like we've got yeah, lots of I'm, variations on just simply frying look, dough. We could debate fried dough and funnel cake. You know, till till the cows come home. But this is a milk podcast. It's not what we're here to the, do. This is a milk podcast. And I saw some fried dough funnel cake stands. Like some guys double dipping. I was like, bro, you gotta watch out. Like you're wearing blue and red right now. Like you yeah. can't be doing that. Yeah. You gotta you gotta get out of there quick once it once the fair closes. But this is a this is a fried dough specific stand. What it also has uh uh fried Oreos. But then mm-hmm. it on one side of it, it said fried Kool-Aid 
Butterballs. And then it has a bunch of flags sticking out of the top. So it has like fried Oreos and fried dough and shit. But it has a separate fried Butterballs and separate fried Kool-Aid. So deep fried Kool-Aid is a thing. It's not deep fried Kool-Aid Butterballs. It's just deep fried Kool-Aid. Yeah, that's what immediately caught my eye. And I've been waiting until this call. Did you get eyes on what that is? Like I like I texted you, like, didn't ask. Like, okay. That that was when Joan and I knew we had to leave. It was like fried Kool-Aid. Like, what the fuck is that? Deep it's fried like, Kool-Aid. I don't want to have to think about this anymore. Like, I don't want to find out. I don't want to have to pay $8 to find out that fried Kool-Aid is going to kill me in six weeks. $8. I don't, I don't actually know how much it costs. Okay. I, if I approached the booth, like, I would have been sucked in. That that might have been the center. That's why there was nobody around that booth. It's because anybody that gets really close gets, you know, taken by Pennywise. Oh, uh, I, I googled it. I googled it. We're gonna be okay. They're like dough balls w- w- sprinkled with Kool Aid. Effectively, I, I guess some yeah. of them they'll have like some, a like a cherry goo on the inside. Yeah, sometimes they're made with the Kool Aid powder like into the dough. Like I I did Google it as well. I just chose not to believe it. Yeah. But imagine sprinkling fucking sugar and Kool-Aid powder on top of a confection. Yeah. I mean, I, I also I, wanted to look because, like, I wanted to see if they tried to actually, like, freeze Kool-Aid and then do something with it that way. Because I know, like, there's deep fried butter where they, like, freeze yeah, butter. Yeah, deep fried butter balls at this place. Yeah. Like, so, like, they are deep frying things that don't have much much of their own c- consistency or form so yeah, much I'll, room temperature rigidity yeah so i was wondering if like there was just new tech new frying tech that i was unaware of for kool-aid or it was just kool-aid served in a deep fried cup yeah i mean walking tacos is already crazy fair what's a food. walking taco a walking taco it's more of a midwest fair thing but I believe you take, uh, you know those like individual bags of um, Fritos? Yes. You crack one of those open and they like fill it with like everything you'd taco, put. It- taco stuff, yeah. Yeah. So like taco meat, cheese, sour cream, and maybe like some pico de gallo and they just send you on your way. Um, I mean, that does sound pretty good. It does, but it also sounds like just Midwest as fuck. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, this fair definitely had. Uh, cheese like giant mozzarella stick on a stick yes like giant cheese on a stick yes that's uh, good we got a turkey leg to go whoa yeah yeah no, that's had, ingenuity. Had some of that yesterday that is fucking ingenuity no one thinks to do that we got a turkey leg on the way out and they no gave it to us with to take it on the road yeah. hell yeah yeah man ah, that's nice i was a little drunk on that franz connor that'll happen i love a happen. big beer it was a boot I love Definitely a big beer. Was was a boot. Well, that's fantastic uh, news. Yeah, man. Well, I will say uh, we didn't get to do everything we wanted to at the Big E, so we're probably going to have to go back. Sick. Yeah. Well, Rocky's Ace Hardware uh, sponsored the giant slide there, and it was $2 for a slide ride ticket. And so when we were going over there, right before we were about to leave, or right before we were about to buy a turkey leg and then leave, we are going to ride the slide. But there was a medical emergency on the slide. Ooh. Somebody had a seizure, and they had to cut open their head, and there was a lot of blood up there. <laughs> so we weren't around the lo- allowed to ride the slide. Joan asked all the questions. I was just I was fine with the slide not being operable, but Joan likes to find out why, and uh, sometimes you find out too much why. I was gonna say that sounds like a good fucking slide. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> Gives you a seizure at the top. Yeah, that sounds real good. Yeah. Like if any ride's getting shut down for a medical emergency, not a mechanical emergency. Mechanical emergency, not a good ride. Medical emergency, good fucking ride. That just reminds me of uh I remember watching something about like early amusement park rides and in France, like uh the more dangerous a roller coaster was in like the late eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds, like the more people who like got thrown from it and died, uh the more popular <laughs> it became. Good. <laughs> that that was just a trend that happened over there. That tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hell yeah. On uh on that note of French French people gleefully dying. Um, you got any advice for anybody who wants to try to deep fry 
a liquid? I mean, are they frying it in a liquid? And as we say every week, <laughs> go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone. <laughs>